Hello, everybody, and welcome to this fabulous Friday of the All Sports Talk podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. People usually call me JR, good old JR. Hot Rod, it doesn't matter. It is Friday. It is payday. It is time to get ready to enjoy this weekend. I hope everybody's excited. I hope everybody has some good plans for the weekend. And as always, I'd like to thank you guys, the listeners. Because <clears throat> without you guys, this show wouldn't be possible. So I want to thank each and every single one of you. I know that there's only 24 hours in a day. And for you guys to take 30 minutes of your time to listen to my show, it really joy, uh, brings joy to my heart to know that you guys actually listen and you guys actually care. So I want to thank each and every single one of you for that. You know, so let's just get the show rolling. Let's get this... Uh, Day rocking and, you know, we'll fit it, wrap it up today and then we'll uh, see you all back on Monday. So let's start with some NBA playoffs. We had a tight one yesterday between the Nets and the Bucks. The Bucks ended up winning 86 to 83. And it's it was a very weird, very weird game. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks were up 30 to 11 after the first. You think that they would be able to control it and cruise throughout the rest of the way but apparently not they ended up losing the lead to actually come back to win the game uh Giannis with another great performance 33 points 14 rebounds two assists Chris Middleton 35 points 15 rebounds one assist James Harden was out of action yesterday so uh Milwaukee got it a win they needed this win and now they need a recapture this glory again and try to get that other win on game uh, four you know we'll see we'll see overall I think it was one of those games that just showed that I think the Brooklyn Nets are probably going to be too much for Milwaukee even though Milwaukee won I still think that with James Harden Kyrie or I'm sorry Kevin Durant and Kyrie and whenever James Harden does come back um I think it's just the Nets are going to be too much for Milwaukee at the end. It might be going. It looks like it might be heading to a game six now. But uh, I wouldn't doubt it. If Milwaukee wins tomorrow, I think it'll still be Brooklyn in game six or seven. Uh, but if the Nets win tomorrow, then I wouldn't expect anything less. Probably game five and that's it. But, uh, you know, being up 30-11, you would think that they would be able to control the game, be able to you know, cruise, you know, just to show enough a little defense. And my only concern about this game was the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, not only are they shooting historically low, were they shooting historically low in the NBA or in the NBA regular season and three-pointers, they are getting on pace to be historically one of the worst three-pointing shoot teams. And I get it. The game is now about the three-pointers and nobody likes the easy two. They want the flash, three points. Because three is more than two, but when you're historically one of the worst NBA shooting teams in the history of the NBA regarding three-pointers, why do you keep going for threes? I never got that. I never understood that. Why? (laughs) Why do you want to be... Why do you want to keep shooting threes when you're historically low? I mean, I know my brother... 
that had higher math tests than percentage-wise than what Milwaukee is shooting right now. All right? And it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me to think that this is happening. You know, like to think that Milwaukee thinks that they can make the threes when they're like under, I wouldn't, I think I'm just like being generous, under 40%. I think I'm being generous. I think it's way lower than that. They're just lucky that maybe James Harden was the key figure being out. And if you're telling me you can't control 30 to 11 after the first, yeah, the Nets got your number. Whether you win the next game or not, six or seven, Brooklyn wins this. So we'll see. We also had another great matchup yesterday between the Clippers and Jazz. The Jazz ended up winning uh, 117-111. They take a two-game-to-nothing lead over the Los Angeles Clippers. And Donovan Mitchell, another brilliant performance again. 37 points, four assists, three rebounds. Spider-Man, or Spider as they like to call him. Uh, Look, the Jazz... They're just a tough, competitive team. That's all they are. They're just super tough, super balanced, and super sound. And I get it. You would think with the rest, with Memphis, maybe they did have an easier road to the second round. And the Clippers having to fight Dallas all the way to Game 7, maybe maybe kind of woke them up a little bit. Maybe kind of said, hey, this is the road we chose, and now we have to kind of drive it. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting for the Clippers coming into Los Angeles here. Uh, I still think the pressure is all on the Jazz because nobody really expected the Jazz to kind of do some damage. I think they expected them to make the playoffs, but not to be the number one seed. So I think the pressure is still all on the Jazz. You know, it's just a good series. It looks like the making of a good series. Um... Again, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, even Reggie Jackson had good games yesterday. It was just not enough for the Jazz. The Jazz just looked amazing yesterday. They looked good. They controlled everything. A couple of turnovers here and there, but they just controlled the floor yesterday. And it was evident. It was evident that the Jazz kind of controlled the game after the third. So this series has a series making of a game seven. It's just really the pressure is still on the Jazz. They need to win one. Just one. That's all they need to do. Just get one on the road against the Los Angeles Clippers. That's all they need to do. Nothing crazy. Nothing too. Just nothing crazy at all. So we'll see how that goes and we'll see how game three looks. But the Jazz take a two to nothing uh, game lead series over the Los Angeles Clippers. We do have some NBA action tonight. We have the 76ers taking on the Hawks. Game 3, series is tied 1-1. We'll see if the 76ers can rebound after that uh, ill loss to Game 1. Or if Atlanta can uh, bring it to the A. And see what uh, see what the 76ers, you know, what the Knicks had to see when they went down to Atlanta. I mean, Trey Young's becoming somewhat of a superstar. The 76ers are one of the favorites to come out of the East, so... Joel Embiid looks good. Everybody in the 76ers looks ready to roll. The Hawks are on their game. This is going to be an exciting series. I can't wait. And then we also have another game tonight. The Suns taking on the Nuggets. The Suns taking a 2 to nothing game lead over the Denver Nuggets. Uh, it's, all on the, it's all on Denver now. I think Denver uh, 
I think Denver is really trying to push back to get back to the uh, Western Conference Finals again. And I think they've met, maybe they felt like they were a little, I want to say unprepared, but I guess just not ready for the Los Angeles Lakers last year. I think they just caught the Lakers at the wrong time. And I think this is what's happening now. I think they're catching the Suns at a bad time right now. And it sucks. It sucks because Denver's a really solid basketball team. They just run into these teams at the wrong time. And that that's all it is. I get it. No excuses, but you got to feel bad for them. So the, all the pressure's on Denver now. They they got away. They got to win both here. It's not enough just to win one. They got to win both here to kind of make it a series against the Phoenix Suns. And the Suns are on a mission. They are trying to prove that they're not just a one here wonder. That they're trying to, you know, be for real. That they are for real, and then they are here to be for real for a long time. And from what I'm hearing, Chris Paul is about to. He is going in the direction of declining his player option to try to sign a bigger contract with the Suns. So that's going to be something to keep your eye on as the uh, rest of the playoffs and offseason uh, continue. So NBA action tonight. So that's going to be exciting. Let's uh, switch our attention now to the NHL playoffs where our one game was nothing short of excitement if you're a Las Vegas fan. And if you're a Colorado fan, another year, another heartbreak for Colorado fans everywhere. The Golden Knights ended up winning the series four against the two thanks to a final score of six to three. I want you to think about this for a minute in the Las Vegas section. They lost the first two games with a combined score of 10 to three. Ten to three. That was the, when you add the two games together that Las Vegas lost, which was the first two, you get a goal different a goal difference of ten to three. Colorado winning game one, seven to one. And then game two they went three two overtime. It was exciting and all that stuff. The Knights ended up winning the next four. The next four games with the combined goal scores of 17 to 8. 17 to 8. The mantra, and I'm the I'm gonna be the first one to admit it. I am. I'm gonna apologize to every Golden Knights fan out there. I did not think that they were gonna close last night. I thought they were actually gonna choke again. Lose game six and lose game seven. That's just the way the Knights have been working. But in this playoff series, their second home clinch uh, playoff series. They close out a series at home for the second time this year in this playoffs alone. And I'm going to be the first one to admit I was wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong, just like when I can admit I was right. The Golden Knights have changed the mantra of what the way they're looking at. I know it's only two, but now it's they're really serious about this. They're a real serious contender. The problem is now they have to get over another mantra. Can they get back to the Stanley Cup Finals? Because they were in the same situation last year. One more round. They've it always seems that way. One more round, and they always lose it. There was no reason they had to lose to the Dallas Stars last year. I don't know what happened there. It's just the Dallas Stars 
woke up in a good mood or something. I don't know. Maybe they knew something that not a lot of other teams knew. And for Colorado to win the President's Trophy, which means the, you know, when you win the President's Trophy, you're the best team in the NHL uh, with points and goal difference, just everything. You're the best team in the NHL, standing-wise. But this is the third year in a row where Colorado gets eliminated in the second round. God, it's like I'm talking about the Los Angeles Clippers, man. You know, it, it sucks. It sucks, man. Third year in a row to get eliminated in the second round for Colorado. And now, with free agency the way it's shaping up to be, with how the draft shaped up to be, the lottery, the lottery night and the free agency is shaping up is going to change Colorado. The dynamic of a lot of teams are going to change this offseason and because of the franchise draft for the Seattle Kraken. It's going to change the dynamic and the play field again for the whole NHL. And if you're Colorado, you really have to be careful on how you choose your depth for next year. You don't think Seattle's going to look at players on the depth of that team? You don't think Seattle's going to look at the depth of these guys that are making a deep run in the playoffs? You're crazy. This is going to change the perspective and the landscape of the NHL when draft season comes around for NHL. It's going to be too crazy. And for Colorado, what now? The goals and pieces in motion were set in play for Colorado to make it to the Stanley Cup final. Their only tough challenge would have been Las Vegas. And they met them. And they got destroyed. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, you guys dominated the first two. But after that, Las Vegas just doubled their points. Doubled their defense. Capitalized on turnovers when Colorado couldn't. Mark andre Fleury was amazing. The rest of the series. I don't know, Colorado. It sucks because hockey's a very you got to win now type of sport. And like in any sport, but with hockey because the dynamics can change every year. And now with the expansion draft, I don't know. Colorado might be looking somewhat new next year. It's sad, but it's the truth. But, you know, congrats to them on another great year. But if I'm Colorado fans, I would be sweating bullets to see if Seattle messes up my bench for next year. Especially since they're going to be in the same division as Colorado. But we have our semifinals set. Uh, The Islanders will be taking on the Lightning Tampa Bay gets the first game at home. It finally seems like they're in the right place now. Uh, they're going to be playing for the Prince of Wales Trophy starting this Sunday. So game one is Sunday for the Islanders and Lightning. Monday, game one at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is the Montreal Canadiens taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And all these four teams really have something to prove. 
They really do. Montreal is trying to show the NHL that they are back and they are not going anywhere. They have the veteranship. They have the leadership. The youth isn't is there. It's it's kind of there, but it's not. They don't have the youth, but they have the experience and they have the will. They have you know everything. They are the team that looks like they des- they look like you know hockey players. They are true hockey players that have been around, the- been in this league a long time, and taking on Las Vegas, you know, a young franchise. Who has a lot to prove. They just want to prove to the NHL world. Basically that we're not flukes. This is a, this playoff has been nothing but redemption for Las Vegas. They just want to prove to the NHL world that they're not flukes. They just get unlucky. And I think this is a big test for them right here. Montreal versus Las Vegas is going to be an exciting series. It's skill versus will. Veteranship versus youth. It's really easy to root for both of them. The shame part is somebody has to lose. That's the shameful part. Somebody has to get eliminated this series. And on the other side, you know, for the Islanders and Lightning, on the other side of it, you have the Islanders who are up and coming, young, exciting, don't say die attitude. They play every game like it's an elimination game, which is something you, as a fan, you always want to see. You know that they're always going to leave it out on the field. They're always going to leave it out on the ice and on the rink. You know, the don't say die attitude team versus the defending champs. And the defending champs finally catch a break. They finally get to host a playoff game, an opening home playoff game, game one. They don't have to travel this time. And in the, and the situation is different here. It's the team that takes every game seriously versus the defending champs. So you have one team who thinks every game is an elimination game versus the defending champs who are trying to prove that we are the rightful champs. We are we were the best team. We just got unlucky with some breaks on the game and some injuries. In this situation, it's not skill versus will. It's not. It's, you know... What kind of fan are you? Are you an up-and-comer? Or do you like consistency? This is going to be one of those games where I know Tampa Bay is favored. I mean, they are favored like the core. If you go online, if you check out the books in Vegas and everywhere where gambling's allowed, Tampa Bay is the heavy favorite. But so were the other teams when they played the Islanders. So it was Boston. Look how that turned out. I am not putting the Islanders on a short list here. I think the Islanders are going to get Tampa Bay trouble. I think it's going to be a great series. I hope they make it a great series. Because that's what the hockey needs right now. We need two great series matchups. And when you have teams like the Canadians taking on Las Vegas. And remember... The Canadians actually have Las Vegas' number. They've played only six times in the regular season. And Montreal has won five out of the six. So now, now Las Vegas has to prove that they can beat a team that they've been very unsuccessful against. Very unsuccessful. And for the Islanders, they have to beat the defending champs. This is what a semifinal 
matchup should look like. This is what it should look like right here. So the Montreal Canadiens take on Las Vegas for the Clarence Campbell Trophy. And the Islanders and Lightning take on each other for the Prince of Wales Trophy. After that, the winner of each two. The winner of each series, they move on. They get to play for the Stanley Cup. And just one more round of pure immortality. So I cannot wait. It's going to be exciting. Sunday is Islanders Lightning. Monday, Canadians Las Vegas. So we'll see. We'll see. And lastly, lastly, we have a UFC tomorrow. We have a couple uh, couple big fights, you know, a couple big fights tomorrow. So one of the uh, main uh, co-main events, we got Edwards versus Diaz. So Diaz, um, you know, the UFC veteran versus Edwards, 18-3 record. Uh, Diaz with the 21-12 record. So keep an eye out for that. And then we also have Adesanya versus Vittori too. That is the main event for the UFC pay-per-view tomorrow, which you can catch on ESPN Plus and pay-per-view, whatever uh, channel provider you do have. So, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully that's uh, that's the way how you promote a, uh, you know, a fight card boxing, you know, with your Logan Paul versus Mayweather fights. At least we'll actually get to see real fighters. You know, we'll see a real fighter take on a real fighter, not a YouTuber versus a retired boxing star. So we'll see. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is going to wrap it up for today. So a couple promotions before I do log out tonight. Uh, if you haven't, please check out Happy Hippie Massage um, on Instagram. She has her own webpage. It's at Happy Hippie Massage. Just go check her out. She is very exciting. She is very helpful. Her prices are reasonable. She is also a mobile uh, massage therapist. So she will actually go to you. You can come to her. Her name is Ashley. She's wonderful. She's an amazing friend. One of the best friends I've had in a really long time. So really just check her out. And also we have at Let's Get Braided 21. Uh, so if you're uh, if you're a guy, girl looking to get some braids, you know, look her up. Her prices are reasonable. Her job is fantastic. For the prices she charges, it's nothing compared to the job she does. I think she really undercharges for braiding people's hair. And she does a fantastic job of taking care of hair and hair products alike. So... Go check her out at Hair Braided 21 or Let's Get Braided 21. And, you know, she's just very fantastic. Very good co-worker that I used to work with. One of my, actually, actually one of my leads at one point. And she's just very talented, very sweet, and just very customer-oriented. It's all about the customer. That's her motto. She's always concerned about the customer of what they want. And she always makes sure the customer gets what they want. So... At Happy Hippie Massage, at Let's Get Braided 21. And lastly, we are on the final stages of creating our NFL Fantasy Football League. So please take a look out for that. We are setting up our final uh, puzzle pieces here and there. We're going to finish up here pretty soon, doing our final research, trying to see how many people we can get on board. And other than that, I want you all to have a wonderful weekend. 
We will come back to you on Monday, recapping the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, recapping the UFC fights, and just recap, re, uh, recapping anything in the world of sports. So it's Friday. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. You know, make the smart decisions. Treat each other right. Treat each other with respect. And we will talk to you guys on Monday. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. And as always, I know there's, and I say this, and I know it probably gets annoying, but I just can't help it. I know there are only 24 hours in a day. And for you guys to take at least 30 minutes of your time to listen to my show means the world to me. So I want to thank each and every single one of you that has supported the YouTube pages, has supported Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, everything, this one on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to, I want to thank each and every single one of you. I really do. And I cannot thank you guys enough for the support I get from you guys. You guys make the show going. I just bring the content, but you guys are the one that keeps the show going, and I appreciate that so much. So until then... Take care. We will see you guys on Monday. Have a safe weekend. Make the smartest decisions and have fun. All right, everybody. Take care.